Versilia, the beach part, the sea part, but inside that the country part, the hill and Modena as well, in every plate. Welcome to Ciao Bella, hosted by me, Erica Firpo, a travel journalist based in Rome. Each episode of Ciao Bella, I sit down with Italy's creators, contemporary artists and artisans, designers, culinary experts, heritage brands and innovative estites, and more who are defining and redefining 21st century Italy. Pull up a chair and join in. atop on the rooftop of the Il Principe Hotel, and I'm just enjoying this incredible Tuscan panorama. Right behind me are the mountains, across from me is the sea, and right in front of me is Valentino Casanelli. How do you do? Hi, very good. Well, thank you for having me. Valentino, just so that everybody has a little bit of background, has incredible hair, first of all. <laughs> really good hair. And he's a very, very creative chef. Um, not from Porto di Marmi, but from Modena, and has in a beautiful, it's, it's a stellar, aside from being a Michelin star restaurant, it is a stellar, incredible restaurant called Lutz Lucis. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. It's a, it's a pleasure to, to be here with you. It's a, an incredible story behind, uh, behind me. I come originally from Modena, so just behind the mountain we have in the back. and. Uh, I mean, um, here in Fort de Mani since 10 here, uh, so the Lux Lutis is uh, the celebration uh, year of the Lux Lutis to so the 10th year. Oh, it's the 10th anniversary of exactly, Lux Lutis. Exactly, and that's why we do a special menu for, for that, for celebrate that. And um, what, what's my story behind this? Uh, well, what, what brought you from Modena? What made you cross the mountains? and come to Forte de Marmi. <laughs> but actually, what, I mean, tell us a little bit about you as a chef, but you know, your percorso, we can say, <laughs> to getting here. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to cook in, so from when I was young, to watching my grandmothers as the family style. I'm, I'm Italian, so that, that's what, that's uh, the percourse of my life is, is starting from the grandmother, obviously. Um, watching the to to make uh, tortellini, to make uh, lasagna, the ragu. That's that's uh, the my Sunday morning every day since science when I was uh, really young. Um, I get in love for food, and then I do. I did uh, a catering school, and I I was starting in a trattoria in Modena, and I'm looking for a more experience uh, every day, more. Um, for, for, for my standards and uh, I went I went to, Mo to, to London uh, when I was young at 18 oh. uh, in the beginning at 16 I done a stage in London for three months and then uh, when I was back I, I spending all the day to, to think when, when I, I can I will back to London and uh, at, at 18 I back to London I went to Giorgio Locatelli a very important restaurant over there uh, at Nobu and influenced me in a more fusion way of the of the kitchen and uh, then I'm back to to Italy uh, and I went to Milan in a big city uh, uh, different as my small town uh, out of Modena uh, I stayed to, to Carlo Cracco for, for three years and with, uh, with him uh, uh, 
I spending a lot of time to to see many restaurants uh, around the world, and uh, it gives me a lot of space to to improve my uh, creativity inside the, his restaurant. And um, then I moved to Venice for for a for a growing a, a restaurant for open a, re, a restaurant in uh, in Venice. Which restaurant was that? Uh, it was called uh, Sangal. Um, is a restaurant uh, with a, with a friends, uh, Venetian friends. Um, we opened it, and in the 2012, Carlo Cracco uh, was uh, was here for the opening of the Principe Principe Forte dei Marmi. Uh, is that, uh, he did the the opening of the hotel, and uh, he called me and he asked me. You want to, to come here for, for taking the food and beverage of the hotel and growing because they, they don't want to do um, uh, uh, consultants, but they want, uh, they want the proper uh, chefs inside to, to get the, the charge of all the F&B. So I was 27. Uh, for me, it was really challenging because in a, from a small restaurant to move in an international hotel, a five-star luxury, I never worked before in a hotel. So for me, it was um, a challenging. And uh, I said yes. I, uh, I was really scared at the first because was, uh, for me, everything was new. I never done breakfast before. I never done uh, uh, um, snacks or a clef sandwich before because it wasn't simply it wasn't simply coming here and taking over a restaurant it was the entire food culture here exactly, correct exactly so at the beginning i start to to understand all the story of the uh, a star uh, five star um, luxury hotel uh, and then uh, in may of the 2012 we opened the lux luxus because the the property uh, needs a restaurant uh, for an experience for uh, external guests too and uh, to create something um, really personal they didn't uh, want uh, a normal restaurant in a, in a five star luxury hotel they want uh, luxurious they want uh, something um, different than the others and th that's why I went here so we start from uh, the Dalmatia which is the beach club exactly um, so so one of the things let me let me just quickly explain to everybody this is i want everybody to imagine a flat long strip a flat long coast um and on one side are all of these little beach beach clubs beautiful beautiful kind of rustic but at the same time super pedicured i guess beach clubs that run up and down and the the beach club for the Principe is called Dalmatia. Sorry about that. At this exact moment, obviously my husband chose to call me <laughs> and I'm just telling him, please don't call. Um, so yes, it's a gorgeous strip with on the left side or on the coastal side, tons and tons of beautiful, beautiful beach clubs. And then across the street is the hotel. And so you were at Dalmatia, you were saying? Yeah, um, the Dalmatia is our Osteria, we call it. It's, wow. uh, it's like a, a more simple way to see the food. Uh, you are directly on the beach with the feet on the sand, so it's it's quite an easy way to see um, uh, 
Mediterranean style of restaurant. So that's a, that's a, our incredible beach club. It's still elegant, still smart, still uh, quiet because it's the format format of a, a principe. So it's really exclusive too. But in the same way, it's really formal. Is the beach club only for the hotel guests? Not, not only. So it's, okay. uh, it's for hotel and then external. Then we have uh, seasonal guests uh, getting the, the cabana. So uh, maybe like un mese or? Uh, un mese or a month or the, the full season. So nice. That's, uh, yeah, it's nice because there's people from Forte di Marmi, there's people from Tuscany, there's people from around the world. So right. in, the, in the mixing, it's, it's a great uh, experience to, to live. It's totally different than another restaurant because uh, in a beach club you have the guests coming in the morning, they see the, uh, how the fish is coming today. Uh, it's more, it's, uh, obviously our standards is really high, so it's um, uh, different. But uh, at the it's same very, time, it's, very, it's, it's really informal, it's, really it's uh, more familiar than a, than a restaurant. I would say, like, when I, you know, having lunch there yesterday, and actually I would, it, it would be amazing to be here in the middle of July. It's very laid-back gourmet. So it's, it's a nice combination of both, because, I mean, what we had for lunch yesterday was incredible. Like, I can only imagine being on my own Latino <laughs> and having, having lunch, like, right next to me um, as well. It would be great as well. Yeah, that, that, that's the, our, our, our formula, so we, st we still have uh, the great material, so the, the great products uh, mm -hmm. um, with, with a view of my kitchen, obviously, so with this, there's always a, a twist uh, of uh, my personal vision of the kitchen, but at the same time, simply um, fresh and um, the approach have to be direct. That's, that's the, the mission of the Dead Marzia. Um, it's an everyday restaurant. That's, that's the, the coolest part of Dead Marzia. And it's the coolest everyday restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we have uh, the Principe. Is, uh, in, the, in the restaurant, obviously, we have uh, an international menu with uh, all the things uh, you need in a five-star luxury. So from the breakfast to the all-day restaurant, and from the snacks, hamburger, pasta with the clams, vongole, uh, so you, you can <laughs> yeah, you can imagine to, to be here and uh, you can have a uh, comfort restaurant all the day and then we have the Lux uh, Luces, Lux Luces at the fourth floor and the, our roof terrace um, is uh, the more personal restaurant it's fine dining obviously but the formula is uh, is valentino cassarelli and uh, his team is taking care of you that's the, our formula and lux luces means light of lights exactly luce della luce exactly. i'd love for and, and i think you know i i was thinking about this last night standing up here from you i want you to explain your philosophy and and the significance of lux luces but Light of the lights. I was thinking about that as standing up here. It's you're kind of this, almost like a beacon, in the neighborhood, which is very much yeah. Lux Luches. Yeah, because uh, um, when we thought to the to the name of the restaurant, Lux Luches uh, means uh, exactly as it, as it's there, uh, Lux uh, Luce della Luce, Light of the Light. 
light because uh, you can uh, the, the light give the, the life to the to the things. So is the for us is the territory is the classicism is uh, the what we see. So the real part of the food of our restaurant of everything of the light means in Latin means the, the creativity so mm -hmm. give the light to the things so that's why we, we think to, to that name Luce della Luce so the light is the territory is the real things of the light is the creativity part of making things and is the philosophy of the kitchen so we thought the best things was give to the, the name of the restaurant the same uh, uh, things of the of the of the of the kitchen as well so the the proposal the the meaning mm -hmm. of what, why we are here and what we do that's uh, Let, let's talk a little bit um i want to I'd love just to give a visual description of the space and then how it, how it actually relates to the cuisine because this space, we're in almost a glass box, which I know the glass opens up in the summertime, but we're in this beautiful modern glass box with, with beautiful design piece furniture, Italian design, of course. I mean, I, I loved the, the, when you were describing the tables and yeah. the tablecloth, you, you kind of recycled what you were saying, 1990s B&B tables. Yeah. And then instead of covering them up with a tablecloth, you made these tablecloths that were like um, almost like bespoke men's dress shirts that fitted just on the top. Exactly. Beautiful. Yeah, because in the beginning when we thought to, to, to put a, um, the, the texture of the textile on the, on the table, mm -hmm. um, was the comfort part of the guest but give the, the sense of the restaurant, so the minimalism of the design and give the space to the, uh, to the part of the table, of the dress of the table. So that for us was important to uh, give the space to everything, to the, uh, to the surrounding as well, to the view of the restaurant and give, be concentrated to the plate and to the guest. Because when you come to, the, to our restaurant, what we think is you have to come and be happy of your experience. Um, someone come to, to, the, to, to Lux Luches for the plate, someone come to the Lux Luches for the whole experience, someone come for the Lux Luches just for being in relationship with the, his guest. Uh, and the important thing is you have to be happy, you have to be comfort, so the dress of the table uh, is for us important to feel comfort on the table, but in the same time, the, all the view of the restaurant have to be minimalist, minimalist as uh, uh, the kitchen is, as our uh, vision of the hospitality is. Let's talk a little bit about this 10 years of Luxuches that I enjoyed last night. <laughs> um, being a 10 years in a, in a hotel, in the restaurant of hotel is already a challenge because many many chefs change a lot of um, place um, uh, for me it's different because I uh, I'm at the at the principe and uh, I start the Lux Luches as my home restaurant as uh, I, I feel it here as mine mm -hmm. place 
with all the support, obviously, of Cristina Vascellari, the, the general manager, the uh, CEO of, uh, of Principe. Um, this is for, for me really important. And after 10 years, what we thought with the, with the brigade and all the team is to make a um, celebration menu. So we get one plate each, each year, we, we study. So we didn't change uh, the main part, but uh, we set it as the, with, as the plate we, uh, is uh, in the 2022. So we took up from the, 20, from the 2012 till, uh, till the last year, the 10th plate we enjoyed more, uh, more successful and uh, we re-elaborated and we, uh, we put it together in a, uh, in a total tasting menu as uh, you can see uh, not just the uh, story of a chef, not just the tasting menu of a year but, this, but uh, a story of a restaurant, of a place, of people because inside the restaurant there's people behind and uh, in, the, in what we want to transmit to in, the, in the menu is uh, the people uh, of the 10th of the year uh, of Luxus, obviously. Um, I, I would love to talk with you about the menu we had last night um, in more detail. Uh, one of the experiences that I had was that from even when we were just having drinks and you had the little the little tomato, the little pomodoro. Yeah. Um, a, not all of the dishes had the same um, kind of this rhythm. I mean, there was rhythm throughout them all. But I mean, like the, the pomodoro kind of it didn't explode in my mouth, it kind of dissolved, and then the flavor exploded in my mouth. And I, I noticed there was this kind of pattern going through through all of the dishes. So, for example, the first one that we were just talking about, the risveglio al livorno, I, I had the shrimp, and then behind it was that little tortellini, or was it a raviolo? Yeah, it's called bottoni because the, uh, the little button. It's, it's a, like a button, and inside, inside there's a cacciucco. Cacciucco is a typically a soup of fish made in Livorno. Mm -hmm. um, in Viareggio as well they do it, so on all Versilia they do some cacciucco, but what we do in that is uh, the typically recipe from Livorno, so more rich, strong, and we combine that with raw fish, so the raw um, purple prawns from, uh, from the Tyrrhenian Sea, and uh, the baby clams, uh, and the squids, uh, all raw, so uh, the combination is like uh, if you go to the market in Livorno in the morning, you see the freshness of the fish, the strongness of the sapidity in the mouth, uh, the salty part, and then the smell, um, the perfume of, uh, of the cacciucco is boiling in the, in the restaurant um, kitchen. So that's, that's why we call it uh, Buongiorno Livorno, because uh, it's like a morning in the market of Livorno the freshness of the fish, the raw fish taste, and then the powerful of the soup of the cacciucco. It was, I, I could have eaten that bottoni like a million times. <laughs> I loved, I loved the entire, because it was like, 
it was like different stages of life when you're eating it. It was wonderful. I mean, all of it was was delicious. And um, when we were talking at dinner last night, someone said, you know, did you ever ask a chef, and I'm gonna ask you, um, what it is that, what, how would you describe yourself? How would you describe Valentina? How would you describe Valentina Cassinelli as a, as a chef to other people, or what your, your, your dishes? Like, what, is there something that kind of signifies or sta not stands out, but is is Valentino Castanelli? Now, sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna I told you I wasn't gonna talk quickly, and I am, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> because the other thing that I wanted to bring up is in this menu, there's a lot. I mean, it's it's territorial. It's in this region. It's in this local area, and you're from Modena, so you're also bringing and and Modena is like the cradle of cuisine. It's got such a history and so many, I mean, for me, it's one of my favorite places to go and eat in Emilia Romagna. Sure. So are you, how are you bringing that? Is, is that, are you bringing that back in here? Of course. Uh, Modena is, uh, is my roots. So inside, inside me, there's, there's Modena. I try to represent Tuscany and Forte de Marmi because we are here and I love to the kitchen of uh, the, the products of Tuscany and the, the Brazilian part, but obviously inside me there's uh, Modena. So what we try to represent uh, in Lux Lucis is uh, myself and the brigade work. What we try to represent in the tasting menu, as you eat yesterday, is uh, on the road. We call it on the road, and uh, the new menu is called uh, uh, the anniversary menu is called I'm on the road again because I'm a fan, obviously, of the big generation, that's why they're on the road menu, but <laughs> the name, but uh, uh, because behind there's a story, and um, there is an ancient road called uh, Via Vandelli, it's connecting Modena to the Versilia, to Versilia. Yeah. It's, origin it's, it's true, so it's not... It's, not it's a good. So it's a, it's a road, it's connecting from the mountain, uh, the, 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 two, the two regions, so uh, all over there we study a menu, describe the beautiful territory, the beautiful products we have here since uh, uh, Modena to, the Vers to Versilia. And that's what we, to, what we do uh, every day on the plate. So try to represent Tuscany, Versilia, the beach part, the sea part, but inside that uh, the country part, the hill and Modena as well, in every plate. So that's uh, for me really, really important to transmit. When, uh, when I describe my, my kitchen, it's, it's writing on the menu as well. We call it uh, a free expression of Italian cuisine. Free because uh, um, a really important thing for me is to be free, free of mind, free of thinking. And uh, what I try to transmit to the guy in the, in the kitchen uh, from the, to the brigade is uh, to still free. Uh, not follow the trends and not follow the, the things is coming. Obviously, you have to be aware every day uh, of the new things uh, or to be informed, to study, to, to growing every day. But at the same time, you have to be free, free of mind, to, to have the possibility to create something express. So uh, that's why we call it free expression because it is something of you is coming out, is our kind of expression, the, the kitchen. Italian cuisine, because we are fans of it, we are really proud to represent this territory, so uh, 
that's why we call it the free expression of Italian cuisine. Italian cuisine. Uh, I think one of the most free expressions was mare e monte. I love that, and I, I'm not even going to tell, I'm going to let you describe what that is, because uh, <coughs> that was a complete surprise for me, and, and delicious. Oh, mare e monte is a, a pizza, mm-hmm. and uh, in a fine dining restaurant, uh, obviously surprised that. Uh, Pizza is a is a, like a flag of Italian cuisine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. That's a good way to put it. I like that. And um, when we did the, the celebration menu, we thought one plate each year. Uh, Maremonte is, is uh, the, the year of the 2020. In 2020, during the COVID period, the first year, um, we thought to, to make an exclusive uh, property, so the Principe uh, was closed from a certain guest. So the Lux Lucis, we decided to bring it to the beach and uh, we did a pop-up at Dalmatia. Uh, during that year was something strange for us because usually we are in the, we are in the rooftop, we, um, we don't do lunch, so it's totally different. Uh, it's really near, it's the same uh, thinking from at the base, but it's totally different. So in um, during that year, we did a, me- a menu, and inside we put a pizza because on the on the beach club we have the, the pizza oven and we do pizzas as well and with ancient grain. It's something particular, but uh, but it's a it's a pizza in the, in the end. Um, and what we thought is to make a a, a, a pizza represent the Lux Luci. So on the top we have a, an oyster. Um, with the calf bread, uh, calf brain uh, butter, and uh, a sa- wait, 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 let's let's slide out. You have an oyster, you have an oyster, and a butter oh. made of calf brain, Excellent. which I think just already takes me out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> and um, for us, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, the, the fatty part of the brain. Uh, the, the acidity we put inside because we mari- we, we keep in, mari- in a marination solution the the, bre- the, the brain uh, for a day inside the yuzu inside the, oh. um, a broth made with the, with the, with grass uh, and grain uh, so it's uh, it's really tasty the, the butter as well and, mm-hmm. um, and the acidity of the of the acid butter made it with the brain is uh, something really uh, comfortable uncomfortable i don't know the, how to mm-hmm. to can explain and uh, on the on the oyster give the sapidity of the sea and uh, and the pizza is is, is feeling uh, perfectly to to make a, an uncomfort food really comfortable oh my i that's i i, I love oyster i i like butter never had caffeine brain butter but i loved that and i but i think what just brought it all together was that slightly salty, crunchy taste of the pizza. Like that, that is, that's the word I'm looking for, is last night when they were, when we were talking about you, um, you weren't there, <laughs> you were in the kitchen, um, umami, there's a, it's, there's, it's a, it's a really beautiful balance of um, flavor and experience, that, like, like, like uh, texture for me. That, that's what I found really interesting about every single uh, dish that I had with you is that the texture it was was really considered with the pizza like the pizza for me like that crunch and then with the the taste of the um, the oyster and, and the butter it was just like 
it just had the right, it was the right bite. You know when you have that like perfect bite? And especially yeah. because you're not, you're thinking like pizza with an oyster? <laughs> yeah, when we, um, the, the, the my cuisine is, uh, is trying to get the, the taste in the middle of, the, of, of, the, of everything. Um, in the same time when we do a beautiful plate, the, uh, the sheen of the plate, the design of the plate is studied in the function of, the, of how you eat. So it's never um, design just for design. Right. It's always all the time is is a design for for making eating the plate in the right way. So have the balance and the uh, full body of the of the plate inside the mouth. So that's that's a a sign of my of my kitchen. So we try to to give all the the taste of the Mediterranean umami. That's uh, that's what, what what we're talking about because uh, I'm a fan of um, um, of the kitchen from all the world. So one of my patients is traveling, so I tr I try to travel a lot uh, and to to do experience to bring in the kitchen as well as a chef, as a man, uh, obviously because the, uh, behind the chef there's always a man. In the, in behind plates there's more men than chef, uh, for sure in my plate. Uh, so when, when I when I do umami, I love Asian cuisine. So uh, in, they are must master of uh, umami, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but inside there's uh, many things in common. Uh, when we throw to the colatura di alici, for example, mm -hmm. is perfectly umami as uh, the tasty. Uh, well, how do we describe colatura di alici in English? Um, Oh, it's, uh, you, when, when you put the anchovies on, it, under the salt, so, yeah. you, you have a, a, a water. It's uh, like the extraction, the right? Extra, the extraction, exactly. The, um, the pushed extraction mm -hmm. in the Colatura di Alice, so all, the, all that things in the south of Italy, in Cetara is, mm -hmm. the, is the most famous, but yeah. in the south of Italy they made it a lot, and I use it a lot, a lot inside, inside my plates. As the caper is another thing, totally umami. Uh, the parmesan umami. from my country is umami, <laughs> and there's many things uh, you can you can use in Italy to give that taste so strong. And when you concentrate the the flavors, it's coming out the true Mediterranean in Italian taste of that. The, uh, that's really important for me as the jus of um, uh, Bazzone, the the, oh, yes. the ham. From Garfagnana, for example, you had it with the pigeon. In that, the yeah, that was Biagio sulla vetta. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Because in Gar Garfagnana, it's just behind us, us on the on the top of the mountains over there, and uh, uh, we have a wonderful um, ham. It's made in the more more or less similar way of the Parma ham, so the my original ah. countryside uh, ham, but. Uh, have a taste in the in the back uh, tasting like chestnut uh, mm -hmm. tasting like um, like the region is so the, the important things I think is to represent the, the, the place where you are no as like the wines well, uh, I was wondering could we ask Sokol to join us to talk a little bit about is he available yeah because I thought that might be fun because I think that's one of the things that um, we all noticed last night was that the pairings I mean, it was it was really a very um, 
it, it was, it, the pairings are not just great. They weren't just great wine and drink pairings. They were really complimentary to everything that we had. In fact, I think, what was it? We had, <coughs> we'd had the, no, we had um, the kombucha, which I thought was delicious, but we had the umeboshi, umeboshi, which was, I guess, the umeshu. Yeah. And we had, did we have that with the piccioni? Was that with the piccioni? Or I'm just trying to figure out where, no. No, the, the, umeshu, the, the umeshu should be with the, the pizzas. Oh, with the pizza, okay. Yeah. Yes. And it was just like the right, you know, because I, I, I love a meshu. I love, I love prune. I yeah. love that taste. And it was a really nice, like, like travel voyage in your mouth from having yeah. that, that great bite. And then the, 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 the sweeter part and then the, the acidity of the, of the prawns is, is coming out. When we talk to, to Sokol uh, about the menu and about the pairing, is always the same vision of uh, an ingredient. Because uh, many times when you go in a fine menu restaurant, you, you find a great menu, a great pairing. Uh, but it's two ways, mostly of the time. What we think is if you get a, a total experience, so the pairing with the, with the menu, you have one straight line because it's the same experience. So you couldn't do two experiences in the same time. You have to do one. So when the, the pairing should be like an ingredient you add uh, to the plate. Right. So all the time have to be uh, the, the same way. So something sometimes um, have to be the plate that needs um, maybe some acidity or something smooth or something you're getting out from the plate or from in the middle of a plate. So when we thought when we uh, to this kind of um, pairing is all the time to mixing the, um, the the same experience you need to do. So it's really important the the work we do with the Sokol. Uh, from the beginning to now, because uh, there's confidence, uh, there's uh, uh, we, we know each other. So he know really well my, my kitchen, my style. How so long have you been working with him? From the beginning, so from the 2012. So you guys are like in the same mindset. Exactly. When, when I talk to, uh, I try to to make understand a, pl a new plate uh, as I feel, uh, and he try to represent the pairing. Uh, as uh, he listen my my exp Cheers. explain so it's not just a taste so it's not just uh, everything about the flavor of the plate right. but it's like uh, how i the chefs of me i want to transmit to the guest so i explain the plate i, I explain to him what i want to um, the expectation of the plate to mm -hmm. the guest and uh, he try to represent it with the with the pairing so that's why the, the food I'm pairing uh, from of the of the tasting menu is follow like a one uh, one road and not two different uh, percourses, two different way. What what I thought was really interesting with the pairing was that um, two two things I thought were really interesting. One, there was constantly a conversation about sapidity, about I guess you know that that kind of natural hello <laughs> i think we're catching you off guard uh, hello can you sit can you sit next to me why well, i'm gonna need to reach over 
So we just, um, I'm just uh, changing a little bit this interview. We uh, brought in Sokan all'improvviso at the last minute. Sorry about that, but it's not. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, hi Erika. So it's, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Uh, I'm Sokol, I'm the restaurant manager of the Principe Hotel and uh, the Lux Luxis restaurant. So I'm here from, from 10 years, from the beginning, so when we start. And uh, we actually work uh, in, uh, in team with uh, Valentino from, from the beginning. And uh, we, we are here to... Well, we, we were just talking about you, we were talking about um, the pairing and how Valentino was saying that it's not simply what goes well with this dish, but an interpretation of the emotions and the story behind the dishes. And I was just about to say one of the things that, two of the things that really stuck, struck with me last night when you were presenting everything was one, you talked a lot about stupidity, you know, so bringing it, in, which, you know, this, this kind of, the saltiness maybe of the Mediterranean or of this part of the Mediterranean. But the interesting thing was a lot of the wines that, a lot of the different wines and drinks that we had were not from Italy. Yeah, correct. That was so, such a great surprise. Yeah. So let's start from the, um, from the, from the Lux Lucis menu. So from the 10 years of Lux Lucis uh, and uh, the concept is starting from, from the menu. So the chef make the, the menu and then we are going to to discuss together, to in, to understand much more about the concept uh, of the Valentino's menu, what uh, he liked to uh, to transmit with uh, with his dishes. Then we are going to to work uh, in the same uh, concept uh, and to find uh, to create an experience. In this case, uh, the. Mm, the Italian expression of uh, kitchen of uh, Valentino and uh, so we already uh, would like to to search uh, the same things uh, into the wine but uh, not to limit it just in uh, in Italian wine but we are looking to all over the world so the, um, the right thing the sapidity because the sapidity we we find it like um, like a point uh, of um, of the menu uh, who characterize uh, the the Italian menu and uh, we I search all over the world to find wines uh, that transmit uh, the same concept but they are not coming from Italy because it's too it's too easy yeah. <laughs> You know what dish um, I really love, uh, another dish that I really love the pairing, and I'm going to tell you guys a little secret, because it really surprised me. Um, I really love scoglio e bosco, the risotto. Now, the reason why it surprised me is because if you ask anybody in my family, from my nonni to my husband to my kids, <coughs> do I like risotto? They will say, don't get air. Don't ever, because like the last thing, I, I always find risotto, I can like I, I don't know I get really tired of it I last night I loved it I, I loved how again we talked about it it was that you know I, I like to eat my risotto from the outside in that's just how I eat so it was like this nice voyage for me I got outside and then it, by the way it was beautifully it was like a painting your dish and then I got to the tartufo I think it was and it was just I mean 
delicious flavors, great wine pairing. Can you tell us a little bit about that story? Right, so, so, so and, and we, st we already, in, uh, in every pairing, we start with, uh, from, the, from the dish. So it's very important to, to understand which is the, the most, um, most point uh, who Valentino uh, loved to, to um, evidenziare. Highlight. Uh, yeah, to highlight in every dish. So, uh, it's a risotto, in Italy risotto is going to be like uh, in the end uh, you are going to mantecato with butter and so it's, uh, it's typical of every risotto you, you taste. So in this case we focus uh, the, the wine pairing to the butter tasty which uh, give it a risotto more softness uh, more. and in, in that case we, I search uh, um, um, a small, uh, a small winery, Philippe Bouzeron from from Merceau, because Merceau it's a village. It's very typical from his scent of uh, butter, buttery and softness. So we work in the same uh, in the same direction of the dish, but give it more minerality and uh, and cleanness in the end because the the Merceau wine are are too beautiful, are too complexity, the the softness, the buttery flavor, it's it's typical of them. And so we we work in the same direction of the dish and in the final I would love to have just freshness and cleanness. It was a really lovely combination. I'd love for you to share with us a little insight on that dish. Well the the risotto is made um and it does. It doesn't have a year next to it. Is it this year? Is it? Is the last year? So the at the, the um, in the in the oh, mid, it's uh, yeah. So it's so two thousand and twenty one. Okay. So the the last plate uh, uh, we introduced to the in in the menu, and the the, the risotto is uh, with tom yum. So we, as I tell you before, I love traveling. So I love to 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 bring Thailand, uh, right? Exactly. I love to bring uh, something I. I tried and uh, I I've been comfortable with it. So um, we, we we made a, a cream of tom yum, made it with uh, basmati rice, with kefir lime, with uh, mm. lemongrass, uh, ginger, garlic, uh, chili, and we do a um, a cream of it and we bring to do, to cooking the risotto with that kind of soup. Um, so inside we have the carnaroli rice. Uh, Tasting so really typical from Italy um, al dente risotto so really typical as a risotto, Italian risotto but with the scent of a, a Thailand soup so with the, all the things of the Thailand soup is the Tom Yum soup so Thailand Vietnam Cambodia so that's part of um, of the world uh, taste inside an typically Italian risotto outside we have a, a sea urchin. We, we do a smoked sea urchin cream and, uh, and then the truffle. Truffle, we, we do a puree of it, uh, really tasty. Inside we put uh, vermouth, uh, we, do, we, we put anchovies, uh, so we still have uh, the Mediterranean umami inside. So we have three layers of, um, of taste and when you mix it together, you have uh, from all around the world yeah. two the typically Toscan side of the truffle. So 
uh, in my kitchen there's always a travel in every dish. The main part coming from Forte or from Versilian or anyway from uh, the, the, the roads of, of, uh, of my story. So the main product is coming from here. It's traveling around the world as I do and then back to the restaurant. So that's uh, the important thing. So every plate of Lux Lucis is the main part traveling and back to Lux Lucis. So you're on the road again and then back home. Yeah. Well, ragazzi, this was, it was so wonderful to speak with both of you. Um, Valentino, Socon, it was delightful last night. Um, I think, Thank you. I think it would be so much fun for you guys to do Lux Lucis on the beach. Again, <laughs> that's just my my suggestion, um, and I think everybody should come and visit Forte di Marmi. How can we? Um, I, I know you're on Instagram because I started following you, but I want you to tell everyone how we can follow you, where what your Instagram profile is, what Lux Luches is. So um, I'm Valentino Casanelli, so my profile is called as my name, so really simple. And uh, Lux Luches is Lux Luches Ristorante. So all attaccato, all, all one, yeah, all one all together. Uh, or Principe Forte dei Marmi, all together is uh, the name of the, of the hotel, so okay. you can follow the hotel with the proper name, so Principe Forte dei Marmi. Uh, so called Draco is the name and surname. So, yes. so can we find you on Instagram too? Yes. Oh, you know, I have one little quick question for you. Okay, aside from the fact that um, the kitchen, so just so everybody knows, it's a completely open kitchen and you, it's like watching an orchestra play. It's a beautiful ensemble of people, but it's like so open, you're completely exposed. And then behind the kitchen is your um, wine room of sorts, wine. Yeah. With, and it, that was a lot of fun because it's got, I mean, it's got the, you know, you, when you see it, it's like super impressionante. We see all these incredible, incredible bottles and etichette. Um, at dinner, what I thought was amazing was that they were lesser known, um, but some of the most beautiful etichette I've ever seen, like the ones with the three women. I think that was the Hungarian yeah. one. Yeah. And then there was the one with the cow. The cow, yeah. I mean, just beautiful. Okay, so as I ramble. Marineve. Yeah, also beautiful. That was, that yeah. Was, every single one was gorgeous. Um, I noticed that in my room, there's a wine bar. Yeah. Is that thanks to you? <laughs> so every every room of the hotel have a um, wine celery. So and we we choose a, a small wine selection to put it in the room for our guests. So and we find something more more international because our clients are international and in this moment the selection of the wine cellar it's more in, in, more international style but also they have the information to 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 search about or to ask about the wine list in the room so we make beautiful uh, yeah are you changing it every season or? Actually, yeah. Every every year we change. Oh, nice. We change some some of them. Not not all, but some of them. It, that was it was a really nice surprise yesterday when I saw that, and then when I came up and I saw this gorgeous wine room or wine. I don't know how to call it because I don't. I'm not a good design expert, but wine wall. That yeah. was, and I was like, ah, I really have to ask him that question. Well, what I'm going to do is um, I am going to share all of your information. My listeners can also, you'll be able to go to my website, Ciao Bella, and you will be able to find wonderful information on the hotel, on Valentino, 
on Lux Luchas. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. If you'd like to know more about today's guest, please visit ciaobella.co and click on the podcast link or go directly to ciaobella.co backslash podcast. Want more Italy? You can find all my episodes on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. When you have time, subscribe to iTunes and rate the podcast. What are you waiting for? And if you want to be part of the podcast, email me or DM me your Italy questions. To learn more about me and my work, go to my website, ericafirpo.com, and follow my Italy adventures on Instagram at ericafirpo. Ciao, bella! And a very big thank you and hug to Massimiliano Yonta, the producers of Ciao, Bella, who continue to make me sound and feel great. 